You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. What's going on? Man. Here we are. Like, I don't even know how to, like, introduce this. Uh, well, this is uh, episode 99, attempt number two. And what sucks is it sucks when we, like, when we have any kind of issues. Yes. Uh, but <clears throat> what really sucked was, like, the day after we did that episode... I left for vacation. <laughs> yeah. You so, went away on a beach. We couldn't do it. We couldn't, you know, fix it. No. So. So it was sorry, postponed folks. another week. Yeah. yeah. But if it was any other artist, you know, th- yeah. this is pretty cool that it's this artist that we get to listen to the songs again. Right. You right. know? Yeah, because, I mean, uh, if it had been something that I didn't really enjoy the first time, then I'd have been like, uh, can we do something else? Yeah. But, yeah. So I, I I think everybody's gonna enjoy this because pretty sure it's undeniable. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. And before we get too deep into it, last time we did the episode the day after we got to hear Bradley Gaskins first time in Nashville yeah, a in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was insane, folks. It was really, really good. You have got to check out our review that was written. And I I feel like everybody likes it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I love... I'm not huge on country that you hear on the radio. Yeah, me either. But I love to see an artist perform live. If, and that's a strong if, and it's in bold, and it's italicized, and it's all that. If they are putting out the emotion, like they have a connection with what they're singing. And dear Lord, did he have a connection with what he was singing. That's what you get with Bradley Gaskin. Like, I feel like everything he felt in all those years he's been away, you know. All those emotions, everything that he felt in that time he had off, I'm pretty sure that he just poured that right in there. And it just added to the fire and that man it was a it was amazing to watch well see and the thing is i knew it going in right because i had seen him before and a part of me was kind of worried because i know that you're kind of picky when it comes to music right and like either you're gonna love it or you're gonna hate it Mm -hmm. and like i was like i hope he sees what i see Mm mm-hmm and I noticed before we even got to the second song, mm-hmm. you're like, what am I witnessing? Right. Because it was just so unreal. And, like, the music, the yeah. music alone, the well-written songs, I cannot wait for him to release them. I know. Like, I wish we could, like, you know, talk yes. in detail about some of them. but Yeah, and what a great night it was for us. Right. We got to meet Keith Stiegel. Mm-hmm. And who else? Well, our buddy. Yeah. The drummer. Yeah, Brennan. Yes, such a cool dude. See, 
I've never had that before. He like he he was sitting outside. He was like, "Hey, uh, you Jordan?" Yeah. I was like, what? For a moment, you <laughs> felt super famous. I, I felt like you know, like, look, mom, I made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm in I knew, the phone book. I'm somebody. Yeah, and like I knew because I had stalked his Facebook. That's what I do to <laughs> all people that like our page. Shit. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, we finally get to meet up. You yeah, know? Yeah. And you and played video games with him, and you didn't well, know. Well, he had mentioned us getting <laughs> together because I was complaining yeah. over Call of Duty. But, like, I told him, you know, working on this house and right. this podcast. And that's one of the reasons why the episode was messed up, because we're having to move so much stuff around, folks. I mean, we're hoping we're going to be in the studio by the end of the month. Right. But it really relies on if Jordan's wife will spare some time for him to come over, let him help me hang some drywall. <laughs> I'd say we'd do a poll well, question. You better ask my back about that. Yeah? Your back, <laughs> not your back. wife. Yeah, well, okay. You got to ask her first, my back second, though. You know. I don't <laughs> know, though, man. Like, you work like seven days a week. Yeah. And, like, the days that you have off are the days that nobody else wants. I know. <laughs> you know, like I'll get like, like a, no, a that's Tuesday a day. off or something. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, Bradley Gaskin, his entire team, he's just surrounded by some great people. He is. He's great, got a great crew, musicians. Man. I mean, even his team was super friendly. Yeah. Then we got to meet Keith Stegall. Mm -hmm. He yeah. he produced his music, uh, and he was in the crowd. And if, Keith Stegall is just oh if that name rings the bell, or if it doesn't. I'm sure you would know some of his works. The Grammy Award winner, Keith Stiegel, produced all the songs for Alan Jackson. Yes. Didn't he write? He wrote Dallas, if didn't, Dallas was in Tennessee. Mm, yeah. Didn't he write On the Other Hand? No, he Travis? produced it. He produced it. Okay. Yeah. I knew he had something to do with Can it. Can you imagine being in the room when that song was produced? Look, Randy Travis, if his voice... I don't know if his voice and I were in the same room and any kind of alcohol was had been consumed by me. I'm not gonna say that I would not be a little excited. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was trying to figure I, out. I'm how just to say saying that. this. I didn't want to get it too like Keith. Ugh. Keith Stegall, he is the reason that so many people can relate a story, a song, an emotion to one song. Not counting all the hundreds of songs that he has produced, yeah. but just that one song. Can you imagine, okay, I'm going to produce this song that will later be played in divorces. Yeah. It'll be played in heartbreak times. It'll be played in good times. And then 30-some years down the road, people are still going to be talking about this one song. Yeah. Now, that's when you are a mm -hmm. pillar in country music, in See, my book. I was not a, just to be honest, I wasn't aware of who he was. I'm not a huge country nut like you are. Uh, no offense. But, so, uh, we had walked in, we had met, you know, Bradley's, you know, label's owners, like the owners of the label, the three guys there. And we're, you know, talking to them, we're talking to his manager, Jack, and, um, we just kind of, you know, good conversation. And then, uh, you know, Jack introduces us to, what was her name? I didn't talk to her much. You talked to her more than I did. Yeah, uh, Jenny. Jenny. 
And uh, <clears throat> so Jenny started talking about Keith. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, I, like, I didn't, it didn't register with me. And then <laughs> I look at your face. I just said, well, you want to meet him? He's right over here. <laughs> your face, man. Like, <laughs> I saw, oh, my goodness. His balls just dropped. I'm not no, sure. He like, was so happy. <laughs> he was in, so in, excited. Like, to normal people, you know, I treat country music like a religion. So, in a normal situation... Could you imagine someone saying, do you want to meet Ronald Reagan? <laughs> that's kind of, that's the feeling mm -hmm. that I got. Like, this is somebody who has played such a big part in my childhood. Right. In my life. Well, you know? He has a lot of people's lives, and we don't even realize it, really, because the people that aren't, you know, behind the microphone... We don't really know anything about anybody else except for the person who is singing those words, which that sucks because there's so much that goes into every single song that you have. So much like talent in the in the studio, yeah, and in the writing and in the you know instruments and all that, but you don't really know about anybody but the singer. So. <clears throat> Well, here's the cool thing. You take somebody who can sing like Bradley Gaskin and you put them with Keith Stegall, yeah. you're going to get something good. Yeah. And no matter what. I think I think we've seen that. We we're, that. we're on the roll to being able to play that music. Yeah. It is so close. Like It's almost like smelling the chicken but not being able to eat it. You know? Yeah. And I like chicken. I know. Speaking of chicken, did you hear about the big uh, stink here in Kentucky and... Uh, uh, B Springs, you know, you know where that's at, don't you? Oh yeah, I know where B Springs is. Have you heard about all that? No, I haven't heard anything about. There it. was like a Facebook uh, group that got started. It was called the B Springs Stink, and what it was, there was a farmer there. I don't even think he lived there actually, but he was buying expired eggs, uh, chicken eggs, and he was spreading it as his fertilizer. Really. And it stinks, like you know, like they're yeah, probably they're, they're rotten eggs, literally. Yeah. And he was he was fertilizing his his you know uh, fields with it, and evidently, like it was so th you know thick. The smell was so thick that you could drive through and just get instantly instantly nauseated. Wow. Like it was so bad that there there were people calling. Uh, congressmen and the senators and the, the governor's office and people like like it was a big deal like there was a lot of people upset about it there were shots fired about it i think somebody drove by the guy's house and shot really? a pistol at his house wow yeah. <clears throat> like it was it was uh it was pretty wild for a day yeah but just i don't i don't when you said chicken that reminded me of that but well when we shared the photo from being at the basement in nashville i gotta give a shout out to cactus avenue she noticed that I was wearing the shirt that she sent in. Yeah. So that was super cool. Yeah. You know? Only thing is, she didn't send you a shirt. Right. right. You know? Well, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm sure getting she ready would. to make my own. I'm sure she would. I'm going to make my own. Actually, I may design one and then send her the design. And see if oh, she'll yeah. Make she, she'll do it. Yeah. She's all the way out in Oregon. Right. You know, that's pretty crappy. Like, my sister... <laughs> has a business yeah and i've put in an order like six months ago and the girl from oregon delivers the shirt quicker right i mean come on now <laughs> well i mean 
Might have something to say with your uh, relationship with your sister. But, you uh, you look a little tan. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys soak up the sun? Well, against my best judgment, yeah. I don't like laying in the sun. Yeah, me neither. I don't like sitting Sounds in the like sun. Sounds like a hot, yeah. They nothing upset me more than getting sand in my ass crack. I hate that. Like, I do not like sand. And it after you leave the beach, it is everywhere. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I will say this. We went to Destin. And I'd never been to Destin. That's where everybody goes from Barron County. I had never been there before. I haven't either. We went to a resort called, you know, Sand Destin. I've heard of them. Yeah. Uh, It's for kids, right? Well. Kind of, sort of. There's, like, a lot for kids to do there. Okay. But there's a lot for adults to do there. It was really cool. Like, they give you a uh, golf cart when you go. And that's how you travel on on the resort. Okay. Like, there are uh, two or three swimming pools. There are, uh, I think, two golf courses, which, I, I mean, I didn't get to play, but it really made me really want to play golf, and I haven't got to play all year, so I don't know that that's going to happen. It's just going to upset me probably, but. Can, uh, can I give out your wife's name so they can go check out the photos? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, just you know, watching you there. look at the pictures, the first picture that you scrolled past was about four hours in. We were getting ready to to cross over into Alabama, and uh, look at lo- his arms crossed. I <laughs> know my little boy, <laughs> my two year old, he gets car sick. Okay, and that is right after he threw up. Okay, yeah, he filled his seat full, and yeah, so we had to stop at a uh, at a Popeyes. And uh, actually, was it? Yeah, yeah. It was no. It was Bojangles. It was Bojangles parking lot. Uh, and we had to clean out his little seat. But okay. A poor thing, man. He he also got sick after a golf cart ride to the ocean. Like really? we, we pulled up to the beach. It was a little bit of a drive to the ocean. Actually, that was the worst part. Um, about the whole resort. Is it? It took like 15 minutes to get you know, to the actual beach beach. Yeah. But I think my wife's the only one who really likes the beach beach. Like, everybody else is good with the pool. I'm good with, you know, whatever. We can go do whatever. Um, there were all these little shops and stuff on this one little part. It yeah. was an arcade. The kids, they they didn't want to leave the arcade. They love the arcade. Of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what happened but, to him here? <laughs> He's like, oh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that He was on this little obstacle course, and he got stuck, and he couldn't go anywhere. He couldn't move. And uh, uh, you were showing a picture of the carousel. All right, so my five-year-old, he he can be a sweet kid. You yeah. Know? <laughs> he was a nightmare this whole trip. Really? Like, it was awful, man. Like, for whatever reason, he felt like he could say and do whatever. Yeah. And. We on vacation, Daddy. Yeah, he did not. He refused <laughs> no to No rules. Listen. Yeah, he was doing everything that we told him to do the opposite of. It's like, a little joke old there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our kids are Pete and Repeat. We really should have named them Pete and Repeat. Because Pete. Man, he can be a jerk and repeat. We'll do it right yeah. again. Yeah, it looks picture, like he's faking it. 
Well, yeah, you know, the little picture of them sleeping together. Yeah. Uh, the five-year-old, he fell asleep first. I had to rock and sing with the two-year-old to get him to go to sleep. Here's, here's what goes on with them. They are so stimulated with, like, videos and all this oh, junk. Oh, yeah. It's they, an awful world. They fight falling asleep because they, they're afraid they're going to miss anything. They're afraid that, you know, the dog's going to fart, and they're, they're not going to be able to hear it because they're asleep. <laughs> like, they want every possible you know, thing that they can possibly absorb. They want to experience it. Right. And it, man, it drives me nuts. They fight sleep. And then when you tell them it's bad time, they take off running. This is at home. They even do this. They take yeah. off running, and they'll hide in the closet. They'll hide under a chair or in a bathtub in an opposite room. Like, it's – they do exact opposite of what you want them to do. But right. my oldest on that carousel, what he said on that carousel in that video that I just – I caught it in the wild – I wasn't expecting him to say anything like that. He said uh, uh, something to the effect of, he said, this has been a really good day. Oh, yeah. And it's not often that you have a child to uh, reflect on what's happened. No. And, you know. Especially at that age. Yeah, and to let you know that, you know, I like, I'm having a good time. Yeah. I, you know, that made it worth it. Yeah. But, man, he put us through hell. Well, in his mind, sure. he's having a good time. We're on vacation and no rules apply. Yeah, basically, you no, know? not a single rule. He's he's going to have to have some therapy after that trip. Yeah, And one of the most irritating yeah. things is he going to need therapy. I'm going to need therapy. <laughs> well, like, this is the real world where you have rules now. This is one of the most irritating things with the kids. You go to a restaurant. Oh, I want, I want a cheeseburger. Oh, and they don't I eat nothing. I want fries, and they don't eat a damn thing. Oh yeah, one bite. Yeah, and that's that's it. It's all wasted because you you're not going to the room. My mom accused me one time of being a bad parent. Well, more than once, but one time when the kids were little, we had went to Long John Silver's and we got some fish or chicken or something. The kids never ate it. But they rode with us in the car because they were too little to stay home. And when we got back, we cooked them, like, fish sticks or something because they just wouldn't eat it. Right. And my mom showed up at that time, and she's like, so you got the, you got y'all fish, but you didn't get the kids any? And I'm like, they don't eat it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, I know what you mean. But now they're at an age where they eat what we eat. Right. Except Jace. He's so picky, man. Yeah. So do they eat a lot you know, now? Well, I mean, you know, your kids are getting to that age yeah. where, oh yeah, yeah, they're three hundred dollars in three that, days. All that fuel, yeah. they need that fuel to get mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. <laughs> now, know. Jay's, he's not a big eater at all. Like I could see him skip breakfast and lunch, and then sometimes I catch myself eating three times a day, and I'm like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> I've got to back this up here. You know, see, that's what's weird about my kids. My kids, we go anywhere, they won't eat, but at home they don't stop. Yeah, they don't yeah. stop, and all the all they want's junk. Oh, yeah. I want candy. I want candy. Or chips. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't ever. There's two me. things in life that I hate. I cannot stand someone to eat chips in the same room as me, whether they <laughs> close their mouth or not. Like, just the chomping of it. Right. I can't take that. 
and mosquitoes. Those two things. Those are the only two things? Just really irk me. Oh, the word irk irks me. I hate that word. Yeah. I don't well, know what I it is. I couldn't think of nothing it. else. You say it a lot, actually. Really? Well, you don't say it a lot. You like say it. it from time to time. Yeah. Well, mosquitoes are just useless. I mean, what the hell are they here for? I agree with that. They, they do are. nothing to benefit life. You are correct about I that. I mean, they give the bats something to eat, but I mean, hell, do we need bats? No. We only have bats to eat the mosquitoes. If we didn't have bats, we would have you know, Batman. Yeah, so what? Uh, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. So. I'm ready if you're ready. I'm ready. I, I think, apologize I think for the dog. Ready. Yeah, the dog's barking. He's he, excited. He must hear something. He's so excited. You know? He's ready to hear this music. I guess so. So, the newly arrested and released uh, Zach Bry <laughs> in his album. It's a self-titled you know, album, Zach Bry. Yeah. Here we go yeah, with the first started. one, which is uh, Fear and Fridays. Yeah, the poem. poem. The poem. Yeah. This is really good, actually. I'd say I've seen some beautiful days I've walked countless coastlines Awoken to mountaintops I've seen death and birth and kissed good lips I don't need a music machine Telling me what a good story is And matter of fact I've never asked nothing from nobody I've taken my motorbike down the Pacific 101 and I have stood atop the Empire State Building with my father. I've ridden the fear, although I was afraid every single time. I've learned that every waking moment is enough and excess never leads to better things. It only piles and piles atop the things that are already abundantly in front of you, like breathing and chasing and slow dancing and love making, fighting and laughing. I am unhinged, unworthy, and distasteful to mostly everyone I meet. However, I am loyal to a fault to anyone I find kindness in. I do not and will not fear tomorrow because I feel as though today has been enough. And I got no hate in my heart for anything, anywhere, or anyone. And I think Fear and Friday has got an awful lot in common. They're overdone and glorified and always leave you wanting. Yeah, I think Fear and Friday's got an awful lot in common. They're overdone and glorified, and they always leave you one. It's beautiful. It is. Like, I like that so much. Like, I'm thinking about, like, putting it on my wall. Yeah. You know, like parts of the song. Yeah. You know? Here's the next one. It's called Overtime.
So is he talking about a girl here? I don't know. Like he's working overtime for her love? I don't know. Did you see who he's dating now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I really don't picture them two together. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know? But then again, I mean, you, you, you never know. It's crazy who fame introduces you to. Yeah. Like, really do you is. really feel like if he was a normal dude that he would have caught her attention? I mean, she's no. pretty. She's attractive. Yeah. And she yeah. claims. She Marshall, don't she? Yeah. And she claims that they did like a eight-hour trip in the car and never turned on the radio. They wow. talk the entire time. That's, a, that's hard to do. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you are. See, my wife couldn't do that with anybody. See, like, I don't think I could either. Like, could. I'd have to have it in the background just a little. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, if I sit still for so long, I'm a chatty man. Like, I can't really? stop. I got to talk about something. Yeah, you kind of are. I can't sit yeah. there. Yeah, I am. Yeah. We, all right. I mean, all right. Shots Here fired. <laughs> <laughs> Summertime's close. Very fitting, because it has. Thank God. I'm so tired of this heat. I'd rather have it than the cold that's coming. Bring it on. I've had cold and humid mornings on city streets and back porches, but I ain't ever breathed a breath as fresh as you. And I've seen children playing on the coastlines under the white lines atop the blue tides, but I ain't ever been baptized in water as cool as you. And the law don't ever come back here And I reckon they don't try I just put some beer on ice Let's just dance for a moment or two Cause you're the fire of Carolina and Oklahoma too The stars of St. Louis ain't burning bright as you You're the waves crashing down on the eastern coast the day's cooling off and the sun time's close I lost faith in the world a long time ago Wow, that line right there See uh, This album is very, very similar to like what I'm uh, used to listening to You know, this is more of a folk album, I think Think so? Love it, man Like it's, this, is, this is what I love this style like i'll bring up a band that i've been into for a long time since i've known you actually uh but because i remember when we worked together i told you i was getting ready to go to a concert and you said oh where are you going i said you're going to indianapolis who's there i said i said you know the lumineers he said uh, where's it at in Indianapolis? <laughs> well, it's in you know, Market Square Arena. I think is what it was called then. And uh, she said, an arena? I said, yeah, it's where the Pacers play. She said, 
They're that big. <laughs> well, I'd only heard the one song. Right. And the same way with Jelly Roll. Yeah. Like, I I, I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive that he has one number one hit, and he's doing arenas. Now he's into his second number one hit. Right. You know, and I feel like a lot of that's his personality. It is. He's had. You know? He's had. Because he's so relatable. He is. And he, he is so genuine of a person. Like, he's had a huge fan base for years. Yeah. And he's, it's not been in country. It's just he's just got people who like him. Just real people. Yeah. This next one is East Side of Sorrow. Eighteen years old, full of hate They shit me off in a motorcade They said, boy, you're gonna fight a war You don't even know what you're fighting for I lost friends in the August heat At night it was God I had always meet I said, Lord, won't you bring me home I got women in the West I wanna hold I lost you in a waiting room after sleeping there for a week or two. Doctor said he did all he could. You were the last thing I had that was good. So I walked miles on the Tulsa streets. Lights started beaming in from the east. 6 a.m. and fucked up again. Asking God where the hell he'd been. He said the sun's gonna rise tomorrow Somewhere on the east side of sorrow You better pack your bags west Stick out your chest and then hit the road The sun's gonna rise tomorrow Somewhere on the east side of sorrow Don't give it a reason to follow Let it be, then let it go I feel like this song right here, it, it talks about when he was uh, in the service. Yeah. You know? And that no matter what type of sorrow it is, the sun's going to rise again. Right. You know? Right. No matter what you got going on, especially to it. when he included his mom where he yeah. waited in the, you know, yeah. as... That, yeah, that's, that's an extremely personal song for him, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's, you know, heart-wrenching. I wonder if it's going to be like one of them songs like uh, you know, Tyler Childers' you know, Follow You to Virgie. Because it was, it was years after he wrote that that he was able to sing without crying. Yeah, like, could cause be. Because he was so connected with it. But This next song, Hey Driver, it's actually making its way around on TikTok. It's got a lot of uh, videos with this song, which has the group that you like, the Warren Trady. Yeah. I'm ready when y'all are. This is your song, Mike. I've seen Let's them. do it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. One, two, three, and. So take me down the road that's a little bit windy to a place they still put sugar in their eyes. 
Where the women are fine and the love is fair Yeah, driver, you can drive me off anywhere Hey, driver, pull on over I'm in a fight with God This Carolina's shoulder Seems the place I'm getting on Daddy always told me Never make a home on the road While your lady's sneaking out And the kids are growing old Hey, driver, I've been riding It's lonely way too long All the love I had worth giving Is all spent on my songs Hey, driver, the boys are gambling With more than just their cars With their bottles and their drugs And their Bibles in their hearts So take me down the road It's a little bit wide here To a place they still put sugar in their iced tea Where the women are fine and the love is fair Hey, you can drive me off anyway that's uh that just reminds me of home <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> this next one is uh fear and friday the actual song right and the lyrics aren't the same it's kind of wild but On porches, a poor boy's choir, my blood's at a boil. There ain't no fire. I just love the way the light beams in. But I got bad news, I'm fearing Friday again. Choking on some bourbon when you roll up. Sick boy, you gotta face it. You say that tough. There's a house hopping on the edge of town. I'm revved up, thirsty, and ready to drown I got a fear, dear, that it's gonna end Won't you get angry at me? Say you love me again I got a fear, I kind of get his concept with Fear and Fridays Yeah You know, because it is kind of a concept, you know mm-hmm. Like, you kind of fear Fridays In the same sense that you enjoy them Because you know they're gonna end, you know right. Yeah, I can see that, but I don't know. He's I got a unique Mondays. way of saying things. He does. I mean, he's he's completely. I don't know. Like well, he he says stuff that a lot of you know other country artists don't say. Well, there is a little controversy on TikTok right now about the song where he says. Uh, Oh, my goodness. It's on the tip of my tongue. Tyler said the same thing. Rot gut whiskey going to ease my mind. Well, Tyler says rot gut whiskey going to ease my pain. Yeah. You know, and they're like, he ripped him off. No, he didn't rip him off. That was said before Tyler. Tyler was the first one to say that. Anywhere in the South, rot gut whiskey is used 
multiple times. It's early times is yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, the cheaper version of whiskey. Right. Well, I mean, it's so, any, any cheap whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This next one is called Ticking. Buying my heart to this world I love you and I'm willing But I cannot keep you, girl Philly by the morning And Ohio by the night Think about a long rope Is you can't hold on too tight Wooden floors and coffee cups Stepped on and all used up But I reckon that's what mornings are for And everyone thinks they know me now And these close-minded leave me town But I'm too young to even know myself There's wheels running down the interstate The Lord I wait Another day, cause I ain't close to you It's time taking on the interstate And Lord, I hate that I ain't close to you This song, it, like to me, it sounds like a mixture of an Avett Brothers song and a Lumineer song. Yeah. Like combined in because like the you know, melody changes. And that happens in almost every Avett Brothers song. Like they they change the melodies and like the the tempo constantly. You never know where the song's gonna go next, which is one of the reasons I love them so much. But also like the lyrics are more like you know, the Lumineers. But also I thought the hook there sounded very familiar when you compare it with Chris Knight. Yes. And we went on down the river. Yeah. That's sure what that does. reminded me of. When, yeah. Like the first time I heard it. But This next one, you're familiar with this uh, artist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sierra featured. Farrell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is Holy Roller. Side. All the days that are to come and all the 
bad things that I've done. I ain't never been a holy rolling, but I found God in your eyes. We can stop for gas on our last trip out of town. All these songs about nothing and straight face bluffing's got me down. Cause old dogs bark way too loud and talk shit on the weekend crowd. I ain't ever been a holy rolling, but I found God in your eyes. Coming down and coming up, there's a place for good. This is a genuine love song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then the you know, first time I heard that song, I I didn't really care for it. Yeah. But just like every it's odd when you hear a song going down the road, especially if it's the first time you've heard it, like it's it's whatever, you know. Yeah. But when you actually sit down and you listen word for and, word. Yeah. You gain a new respect and a new appreciation for it. Yep. And that's what I've noticed about every one of these songs. Like the next song coming up, yeah, Jake's piano slash Long Island. Like I like the first time I heard it, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I, like, yeah, yeah, I could do without it. You know, it's whatever. Right. But I don't know. It's still not my favorite on the, on the album, but it's a lot better than I thought it was the first time. All right. Let's take a listen. Finally quit smoking cigarettes And I don't go downtown Drinking till it's dawn The best parts of you are here But you're still gone And Lord, I've been trying to smile like you told me Laugh like the old me It comes out all wrong The best parts of you are here you're still gone And I still tie that double knot The one you taught That gets caught on the banks The best parts of you are here But you still hang See like Zach Bryan is almost like a mood He is yeah, he's not somebody you want to listen to first thing in the morning. I don't know. I could. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's that's my mood these days. I'm really? old, man. I can't I can't get amped up. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> I gotta start off on, a, on an even kill. This next <laughs> one is El Dorado. El Dorado, El Dorado. Did you ever make it back to El Dorado? I called and asked, but hell if I know If I still got your number or if you care You moved away when you was younger Was it escape or was it hunger? 
Kansas ain't no place to be a man You used to say you'd settle down With that kind girl from school in town She was gone before you got back home Tell the red Pelifano If you're still alive There's a note in the glove box in your blood El Dorado, El Ethano The difference in a hero And a man I wish was still by my side See, now, this is the type of sound that I like from Zach. Yeah. A little bit more upbeat, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I like his slow stuff. Some right. of his slow stuff. I prefer the slow stuff. See, that's that's what makes music so good. Yeah. Because everybody has, you know, that that you know, sound they're looking for, and yeah, you know, something that they enjoy. It likes you know, certain parts of the day, like you were just talking about. Uh and I agree with that. Like, sometimes I want something upbeat. Sometimes I just want to. I, I want something slow that I can hold on to, you know, and just yeah, you know, belt it out as I'm going down the road. Yeah, you know, make people who are mowing the yard be able to hear me. And that's that's impressive yeah. there. Like just really just belt it. Oh yeah. They, yeah, they think like some animals got ran over or something. So they're like looking. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> because yeah, they don't yeah. look real good. <laughs> so they don't sound real good. I should say. The next one is I remember everything featuring Casey Musgraves. Rock girl whiskey's gonna ease my mind Beach town dress on the drying line Do I remind you of your daddy in his 88 Ford Labrador hanging out the passenger door The sand from your hair is blowing in my eyes Blame it on the beach, grown men don't cry Do you remember that beat down basement couch? I'd sing you my love songs and you'd tell me about How your mama ran off and pawned her ring I remember, I remember everything Cold shoulder closing time You were begging me to stay till the sun rose Strange words come on out Of a grown man's mouth when his mind's broke Pictures and passing time You only smile like that when you're drinking I wish I didn't, but I do Remember every moment on the nights another one that there'll be a lot of people getting drunk to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there will. Breakups go wrong. Yep. This next song is uh, Tourniquet. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Uh, I was wanting you to introduce this one. <laughs> it's my friend Misty from Tennessee. Her favorite uh, song. And speaking of her, she become a grandmother for the second time this week. 
Her daughter mm-hmm. had this baby girl right here. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, and she's a listener of the show. Yeah, yeah. So that's even cool. So Congratulations, Granny. I must say, out of this entire <laughs> album, this song is probably one of my favorites. It's up there. It's really good. You know? Yeah. All right, here we go. We're going to dive into it. Delays on the plains out of eastern Montana Way told me you were leaving from You've been stabbed in the back And the rest of your body Won't you tell me where you're bleeding from If you need a tourniquet Or if you want to turn and quit Know that I'll be by your side Bled your whole soul Into things you can't control In a world you'll never satisfy I bandage up your body And your bones and your band-aids too Take care of the blood that your love runs through I know all the damage that some days in this dark world does You laughing last evening something I dreamed of I just, I love that line Take care of the blood that your heart runs through Or take I know I just messed Take that up. Take care of the heart that your blood runs through. Is that how he said I'm it? I'm not sure. I don't know. I was just. All right, we got to listen to it. Because he says it again. Yeah. And like my overthinking, I, I'm trying to think of it. <laughs> it's coming back up. Yeah. But your face is getting thinner and you're praying for the winter and I heard you fucked it up with her. I'm playing a jokey party. Your blood that your uh, love take, runs through. Take care of your blood that, that your love runs yeah. through. I mean that that's pretty. That's a. Um, I like that. Yeah. What would you call a person that's really good with words? Wordsmith. He is definitely one of those. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lyricist. This next one was once my favorite until that one took its spot. This is Spotless with yeah. the Lumineers. Yeah, I love this song. Turn on the TV, act like you don't see me Tell me everything is okay My mother is a saint and told me if I wait Everything meant to be will stay But I ain't a believer in people pleasing to the fucking telephones of ruin this place Met a man in New York City, told me humans ain't as pretty as a perfect day will chase for all their days I ain't spotless, neither is you but once in my life, I'm gonna see it through If you want spotless, I'll always lose I don't want love, lover, I want the truth People 
I've seen a post first thing this morning, and it was his mugshot, and it had the line, I ain't spotless, neither is you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, uh, I talked about this the, the first time we did this episode, but they got hooked up you know, together because uh, Zach, I'm pretty sure he'd already released a couple of albums, and he was already yeah, yeah, pretty popular. He reached out to the Lumineers and he just said, um, I want you know, to reach out and let you know that uh, you were one of my main influences when I got into music because I was you know, so influenced by the style that you're you know, doing that I wanted you, you know, to know that I love your music and if it you know, weren't for you, I'm not sure I would be doing this. And uh, and then he said, if you look on you know some site, you, know, you can find all my music. I'm pretty sure it was Spotify or oh, yeah. like something like that. And uh, they took a screenshot of that of that message that he had sent. And uh, yeah, it was <laughs> it was just really funny. And I, then actually, the lead singer for the Lumineers. Uh, release that his album was coming out before they had announced it. Like he ex- like he let it slip. I don't wow. know if you knew that. No. But, yeah. Well, next weekend in Tennessee, that's going to be the place to be because almost everybody that was featured on this album, there is a high possibility that they're going to show up. Yeah. I have a very strong feeling on that. This next song is Tradesman. Side of town, always a good place for a boy to drown. No one on this side of town knows a good place for a boy to drown. They look at me so strange when I talk. I wish I was a tradesman, learning from some beat down old layman. Some hillside then named just sleeping next to mountain fire smoke. Everyone lately scaring me It's all backdoor deals and therapy The only callous I've grown in my mind See, a song like that, you would almost have to get alone to listen to it to see what he's talking about, you know? (laughs) Yeah. This next one is Smaller Axe. Got a need to leave you on Horse loves, hard love, metaphors Leave your shoes off at the door There's dinner waiting on Grand things don't impress her much She is keen to smaller acts She likes honey and her coffee Boys use their bags Friday afternoon at the Mercury Lounge She loves a Prince song and a live sound Never needs much and sure knows how to dance All the money in the world couldn't make her smile She prefers things that are worthwhile 
Like small towns at old style and smaller What do you think of that one? I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's just, you know, like the first time I heard it, I thought there was something wrong with my speakers. Yeah, because <laughs> like, it's such a raw sounding song, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of stripped down and it's, it's very, really not a lot to it. But it is, I mean, it's very true. It's a true song. It's, I don't know if he's talking about a family member or if he's talking about a girl in particular, but. Um, I feel like it's about a family member. That's kind of like his grandmother or something. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of shows, in the grand scheme of things, it is those small things. I mean, Josh Kaiser told us that. Yeah. <laughs> she loves the little things. That's right. <laughs> this next one, Oklahoma Sun, which is the very last one on the album. Mm-hmm. And he is an Oklahoma son. When I get back to Oklahoma be a little better off than I am right now You talk so strong but you can't stand straight How'd you fall for a man I've grown to hate And I can drive you by where I learned to curse He's got his crease dressed whites in an old black hearse Why's the green more green than the east of Eden? Swing on by, cause I know we ain't eating. Did the city beat your ass like the trash you are? There's still smoke smell in your old fast car. You can't hide away, old front. That's 100% true. That is. And didn't you say the first time that this could end up being like a state song? Or like a a newer Oki from Muskogee version. You know, not like, it's not going to take over Oki. Right. I'm just an Oki from Muskogee because that's a classic. Oh, yeah. But for the new folks from Oklahoma, I mean, you had Tiger King. You need something to latch on to <laughs> yeah. that's not so embarrassing. <laughs> so, I think Oklahoma Sun, I think that is, I think that's something to hold on to, man, because it kind of kind of points out a lot of the things about the area, you know? Yeah. It's flat. Now, <laughs> do, do you feel like if you were famous and you got pulled over and the cop asked for your address that you'd have to give it to him? No. Really? I don't think you do. See, I kind of feel like... you got to have an ID. Well, yeah. And it should be on there. Well, but it yeah. Does, it, if it's not yeah, necessarily going to be on there, but 
Um, I feel like that's a very, very fine line. Like, he's not going to have ID that doesn't have the address anyway. Right. right. You know? So if he has to see his ID and confirm his address. Like, if somebody... Unless he didn't have his address with him. Right. Now, if, I've had to do that. If I mean, if that's the case, that's a whole different animal because you ha- you're supposed to have ID if you're driving. Yeah. Um, but, like, if I'm famous and I get pulled over, if I'm famous, like, to his level famous, I'm not giving anybody the address. Really? Because you're going to have all kinds. Of, like, anything could slip and you got 100 people showing up to your house every week, you can't have any privacy. Well, it's you, because of the world we live in, right, too. Right, Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's, we we it, didn't have body cam yeah, back no, 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 20 years no. ago. And, like, you know, back then, I would have had any issue with it. It had been fine. Yeah. Yeah. But now, it's a different animal. No, yeah. I would not. Would you? I mean, I kind of feel like you have to do what the police tell you to. Yeah. Whether you're famous or not, <laughs> you know? And, well, I mean, I'm not a full-blown cop fan they scare the shit out of me <laughs> but i do feel like if they ask me to do something i'm gonna have to do it no matter if i'm famous or not well within reason it's not got anything to do with you know like the fame really like it's not you're you know you're not a, above it it's just i guess that's the way I it's feel a safety like it thing is. you'd have to look at yeah. like the safety of your family yeah i guess i'm gonna i'm gonna use this next time i get pulled over <laughs> I have a podcast and I'm I can't give you my address. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm afraid all the fans will find out where I live, right? And they'll come help me hang drywall. I, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I'm surprised you had so No, <laughs> let me tell you something. So this is what happened. Uh-huh. I spent fifteen hundred dollars last Thursday in Lowe's because the guy talked me into being on the pro count, even though for the last. 3,500 swipes I thought I was. Right. So I gave up on losing those points. Well, so now he tells me I'm in the right place. And if I spend $200 more, Naturally. I get a $150 gift card. Did he ask you? So, like, I was going to need this stuff anyway. No, like, he is a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's an older guy. He knows karate. He's, like, from California. Super great guy. All around perfect. Was the extra two hundred dollars supposed to be sent in an iTunes gift card no. or a Venmo no, no, account? No, like it was going to be when I swiped the card to buy the stuff. So I spent an extra two hours there, got everything that I needed, got home, and then my help got postponed because my Otis got COVID, so nobody wanted to come over, and I get it. So I had to work by myself all weekend. Didn't even get to hang the drywall. Well, on Sunday I pull up my online account and I noticed that that purchase was not on there mm-hmm. and like i'm kind of irritated because i'm like okay maybe they can just fix this if i call so i call and the lady's like yeah i don't care and i'm like look this is why i spent extra money that day this is why i was in there longer right. and like the, it was activated then and then i bought it like a few minutes later can you not backdate my points and she's like no and i was like i have ten thousand people that follow me online and i'm gonna tell this story She's, you know what she said? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> they don't care. Double down. Yeah. So I took it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to tell you. I to took do. it back, and then I bought it again yeah. with the QR code. Yeah. And, like, I didn't want to have to be that type of guy. But at the same sense, like, I have been told, 
three different times, mm-hmm. three different ways right. to get the points. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that might have just made me sound petty, but <laughs> I mean, I spent a lot of money there. Don't make you you know? sound, it don't make you sound petty. It was just very frustrating because the lady at customer service, they literally said they didn't care. Well, She's like, yeah. I don't care. But, like, I didn't want to have to do that. I just want you to backdate my points because, like, I bought them within a window of activating to MVP. I mean, yeah. how hard would it be? A couple clicks. Do you, you have know? an OnlyFans account or something? Where's all these followers at? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like we do, you know, so... Yeah. We got 10. Anyways. We got 10. Yeah. With a zero, zero. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the Zach, Al- the Zach Bryan album, which I like. I feel uh, like yeah, he too. has a, I don't know if he's matched the same energy that he's already put out, but I feel like yeah. he did not let us down. He didn't let us down. It's hard you know, to match. That first album, man. Well, he's got more than one. I but. know. But in reality, the the album that creates the songs when you have nothing is always the best. Yeah. Always. Yeah, your first album is always going to be the best because it's all of the uh, the you know, content that you have been working on your when entire you life. When you eating bologna sandwiches. Yeah, like that is what drove you to continue. And I feel like his style of music, his style of writing – He's got so many more albums in him. And he's young, man. He's only, what, 27? 27. Yeah. Which, we need to hold on we to him. We were 10 when he was born. Well, I was. <laughs> you were. Oof, you was, man. what, 12? I was 13. You're, are you 40? Yeah. Okay, yeah. All yeah. right, well, I give it five stars. I like it. Yeah, I'll give it five stars. All uh, right. So, but... I was going to ask something, and you rushed me. Jeez. Uh, shoot. <laughs> what was I going to ask? <laughs> what was it? I was, no, I was going to ask you a question. That kills me a when question. people tell me that. Like, You're, if I forget it, they're like, must have been a lie. Yeah, I'm I hate like, it. What? No, man. Did, yeah, no. You just... Uh, I'm trying to think. It was something about... Uh, I don't know. I can't was it about the points? Was it about the no. album? Was it about music? I, I ain't worried about them Lowe's points, buddy. <laughs> I didn't even bring that up. I said the album, the music. <laughs> you said the points. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's on your brain, man. You're all about them points. Yeah, I kind of uh. need to let it go because I was a little obsessing with it over the weekend. That's cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'll bring it up on the next episode, which, by the way, will be number one hundred zero zero. We have some two very special guests scheduled. Yeah. Two very special guests scheduled, scheduled, scheduled. Yeah. We've had some issues, yeah, with uh, audio, audio, but uh, yeah, we're gonna get fire. that, and it's gonna be a two-parter. Yes, yeah, a part A, part B, and I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be really good. Um, Thanks, folks, for everything you uh, you do. Without you, we wouldn't be here. Uh, remember to like, share, rate, review, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff because other, that's the only way we're able to continue. Um, stay safe. God bless. Yeah. I don't have anything else. You got anything? No. Let us know what you think. 
you know, yeah, about the album. Yeah, and go song? check out Bradley Gaskin. Yeah. Well, I really want you to hear the new stuff. Yeah. It's going to so, be great. I can't that's, wait. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I'm I'm looking you know, the most forward to. But Yeah. Um, go to his Facebook and say, Ryan and Jordan said you had new music. Please release <laughs> it. I think they're just waiting on a, you know, somebody else to you know, come in there and say, hey, I want you to join our team. Yeah, well, but, you know, you never know. Until then, that's where we're at. But uh, all right, folks. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be maligned in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and catch y'all next time.